You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins and the Nationals got together for the seventh time this season. Edward Cabrera went opposite of Yoan Adon, and Edward Cabrera was looking for his second career big league victory. His first came last Wednesday at Coors Field against the Rockies, and he was trying to pick up win number two in the show against the Nationals last night. Well, I guess what they say is true. All is well that ends well. And that's certainly, if you told me that about five, six hours ago, I might have called you crazy. This was a really weird day at Lone Depot Park for the Marlins. The Miami Marlins, about 3 o'clock this afternoon, called a 90-minute, and I should say Don Mattingly, called court. And uh, it was a 90-minute closed-door meeting downstairs And when players, members of the staff, and the manager emerged at around 4.45, I don't think any of us knew what to expect as it pertained to this ballgame here tonight. Don Mattingly flat out said earlier this afternoon, if they showed up flat tonight, it really wouldn't surprise me. And he said that because whatever was said uh, in that clubhouse pregame, It certainly, in some respects, was probably a very emotional get-together for a group of guys who checked into this ballgame tonight with 22 wins and 30 losses, reeling a little bit. And apparently there was some uh, dirty laundry that needed to be aired out downstairs this afternoon. Um, But you know what? The Marlins found a way to fight in this ballgame tonight, and they absolutely rocked the Washington Nationals. They beat them 12-2, and Edward Cabrera set the tempo for Miami, making his second start of the season on the heels of a six-inning performance last Wednesday in a uh, not a very pitcher-friendly ballpark at Coors Field. Cabrera picked up his first big league win there, and he was looking to collect his second big league win here tonight. He worked around a single... In the first inning, he pitched a clean 1-2-3 top of the second. And then in the bottom of the second inning, it was go time for Miami facing Yoan Adon, who came into this ballgame tonight for the Nationals. 1-9 with a 598 ERA. Needless to say, Yoan Adon left this ballgame tonight with a season ERA of 695. That's because with two outs in the second inning, Adon decided maybe... I should pitch to Nick Fortes instead of Miguel Rojas. So he walked Miguel Rojas, and that loaded the bases for the uh, apparently very dangerous young catcher, Nick Fortes. First pitch to Fortes is lined into right field, down for a base hit. Scoring is Garcia. That ball was hit so hard that Brian De La Cruz is going to have to hold up at third base. It's one nothing Miami here in the second. I see you driving the bus, uh, Mr. Nick Fortes. And I mentioned Brian De La Cruz on that highlight. He actually replaced Jesus Sanchez in the second inning of tonight's game. Jesus Sanchez left with what they were calling upper tight backness. So Fortes gave the Marlins a 1-0 lead, and they were still loaded in the second with two out for Jazz Chisholm. Bases full, two out, swinging a high fly ball center field. Thomas is back, still going back, onto the warning track, at the wall. He leaps, it's out of here. It's a grand slam for Jazz Chisholm Jr. And Miami has opened things up in the bottom of the second. It's five to nothing. Donnie gave him the green light. And for Jazz Chisholm Jr., 
It was his first career Grand Slam, but he was far from done in this ball game this evening. Both sides went quietly in the third. Yoan Adon was done after three innings. He allowed eight runs, all earned. I mean, it was quite a disaster for Yoan Adon in this ball game tonight. Uh, in the bottom of the fourth inning, Adon actually came back out for the fourth. He worked three, but came back out for the fourth. He walked John Birdie. He allowed a single to Miguel Rojas, and that set the table for Nick Fortes. He drove home the first run of the game with an RBI single to the right. Here's a swing and a high fly ball. This thing is pummeled the left field. Way back and out of here. It's a three-run homer for Nick Fortes. His second home run of the season. The Marlins are pounding the Nationals. It's 8 nothing here in the fourth. And Fortes with an RBI single in the second and a three-run home run in the fourth inning. That set a new career high with four RBIs in a ball game for Fortes. That was his second home run of the season. So I mentioned Adon went three innings. He did go three innings, but it was three-plus because he faced the three batters there in the bottom of the fourth. He was removed. Andres Machado came in. He struck out Jazz Chisholm for the first out of the inning. He allowed a double, a one-out double to Garrett Cooper, and Cooper was stationed at second with one out in the fourth inning for Jorge Soler. Swinging a high fly ball, hit pretty well. Deep center field. Oh my goodness gracious, Solaris hit one out of here. Ten to nothing, Miami. Solaris, 12th of the season. He's got a double and a homer tonight. And whatever frustrations the Marlins had earlier this afternoon, they're taking it out on these Washington Nationals and they're embarrassing them. <laughs> Oh, a 10-0 lead for the young right-hander Edward Cabrera, who had to work around a one-out single in the first inning, and then he just started to shut these Nationals down. A perfect 1-2-3 second, a perfect 1-2-3 third, worked around a one-out walk in the fourth. He tossed a perfect 1-2-3 sixth, Edward Cabrera worked six innings in this ballgame tonight. More on that in just a second, but not before we uh, share with you another highlight. Bottom of the fifth inning, Andres Machado still on for the Nationals. At that point, it was 10-0. With two outs, Nick Fortes walked. What a night he had at the play. And he was at first base with two outs in the fifth inning for Jazz. Here's a swing and a high fly ball. This thing is hammered. Deep to right field. Jazz has done it again. 12th enough in Miami. Look out, Jazz. I see you, young boy. And for Jazz, it's home runs number 9 and 10 tonight. A grand slam and a two-run homer for Jazz. It is his second career multi-home run effort. He drove in six tonight. That is a new career high for Jazz Chisholm. Miami had a 12-0 lead after five innings. In the top of the sixth inning, the Nationals would finally touch up Edward Cabrera Luis Garcia hit his first home run of the season, leading off the sixth. Cabrera would bounce out. He retired Cesar Hernandez, got Lane Thomas to line out the left field. Juan Soto walked, or he was hit by a pitch. Nelson Cruz then walked, uh, but then Cabrera got Bell to bounce into a fielder's choice. Edward Cabrera goes six innings in this ball game tonight, allows a run. It was earned on two hits, two walks, and four strikeouts. So now in 12 innings of work this season, Cabrera 
has allowed all of six hits and just one earned run on the mound. The Marlins are without uh, Eliezer Hernandez, who obviously has been optioned to AAA because he's had a really poor season. They are without Jesus Lazardo, and Edward Cabrera gets his shot. He was on the shelf to start the year, and he has made the most of his opportunity. His next start, if everything lines up correctly, will come against the... Well, is it going to be Sunday or next Monday? We'll have to wait and see. It's either going to be against the Astros or the Phillies. But regardless, Edward Cabrera picked up his first big league win last Wednesday in Colorado, and he picks up his second career big league win in this ballgame tonight. Cabrera, six innings, two hits, a run. It was earned two walks and four strikeouts. Richard Blyer worked around two hits in the seventh. Lewis Hedder allowed a run. It was earned on two hits in the eighth. And Cole Solcer came on to the ninth. He worked around a pair of hits by Victor Robles and the former Marlin D. Strange Gordon. Uh, but all is well that ends well. The Nationals, by the way, did get a run off of Lewis Head in the eighth inning. But uh, when it was all said and done, the Marlins clobbered the Nationals 12-2. Here at Lone Depot Park, taking a look at the box score for you. One, two, three, four, five, six Marlins with multi-hit efforts. Chisholm. Cooper, Soler, Rojas, and Fortes all had two hits. Nick Fortes, a career-high four RBI. He was on base four times tonight. Walked twice at the three-run homer in the fourth and opened up the scoring with an RBI single in the second inning of this ballgame. Miami tonight, 14 hits. They were 6-for-12 with runners in scoring position. Edward Cabrera is your winner. He improves to 2-0. and Yoan Adon, what a struggle. His uh, ERA coming into the ballgame tonight was 598. He leaves at 695, and he falls to 1-10. One, one win and 10 losses for Yoan Adon this season for the Nationals. Washington falls to 21-36. The Marlins improved to 23-30. and 30. Um, And we'll see. We will hear from the manager coming up in just a few minutes. I doubt any light will be shed on what transpired earlier this afternoon downstairs. Uh, But it's certainly a theme today and one that we'll keep an eye on moving forward. And hopefully the Marlins have sorted all of their problems out. Anyway, uh, 12-2 the final score for Miami. 12 runs, 14 hits, an error, 6 left on base tonight. For the Nationals, 2 runs, 8 hits, no errors, and 9 left on base. Total game time, 2 hours and 57 minutes in front of 7,112 here at Lone Depot Park. Cabrera beaks Adon. The Marlins now with 23 wins and 30 losses. As for the Washington Nationals, they are now 21 and 30. Six With six strikeouts tonight for the Marlins pitching staff, that means $150 have been donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Real nice win for the Marlins over the Nationals. They hammer out 12 runs on 14 hits. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you on Marlins Rewind this morning. Let's hear from the skipper Don Mattingly after the ball club's 12-2 blasting of the Nationals last night. Johnny, I know uh, obviously just with what happened this afternoon, thought there was a chance that the, the guys could be flat. Obviously wasn't the case. 
what stood out to you about, you know, maybe the way the team kind of left some of that stuff in the clubhouse and just focused on getting the job done? Yeah, I mean, I think it all started with, with Edouard, mm -hmm. right? Edouard set the tone. Uh, I thought early, really good, aggressive against a lot like Colorado, a lot of balls in the zone, attacking. Um, I thought Dela's actually that, that second inning, Dela had to come out of the blue, right? And just basically cold off the bench, the hit he gets to extend that inning, Miggy walk, uh, then Nick gets that hit, and obviously the big blow with Jazz, you know, got us rolling. And uh, from there, we just seemed like we just kept going, you know. For Cabrera, obviously, you know, you have a significant lead at that point, but to, to let him work out of that sixth inning, you know, some traffic on the bases, how, how important just is that moment as not just, you know, wanting him to get out of that inning, but, but an opportunity for him to learn how to get himself out of that situation? Well, um, obviously it's good. You know, it's different, you know, with a lead right. like that. So it doesn't feel as... You know, it's not like he's sitting there in a one-to-one game or a two-to-one game there in that spot, kind of at the end of his pitch count. But uh, it's good to see him just continue to make pitches. And I think that's the, the main thing with him is just continue to attack, continue to stay in his own, trust his stuff, and just keep going get, going to get guys. And, um, you know, his stuff's going to play. We talked about it. If he, if he stays the way he is, being aggressive in his own, he's, his stuff's going to play. And then with uh, De La Cruz coming in, because uh, Sanchi pulled with, I think it was the, the upper back tightness, is that something uh, more precautionary? Do you expect that to, to maybe be linked? You know, any update on that? I haven't had much of an update on it, uh, other than just kind of showing me where it was. I didn't know where he, you know, he said back at first and then kind of showed me where it was. Um, it's usually in an area that's not like a rib cage or anything where it's, a, you know, in the or that we've torn something or ripped something. So hopefully it's something minor. Like we'll probably find out more tomorrow. I'm not sure. I don't think they had any scheduled testing or anything, but maybe. Uh, with David Cruz, that catch in the fourth inning as well, just for him to be able to get the read there. Yeah, great play. You know, that was an unbelievable catch, actually. And, um, yeah, again, him coming off the bench cold like that is, is tough. When you just all of a sudden, boom, you don't expect to be in the game in the second inning. Um, but that was big. I just thought everybody kind of showed up, you know, uh, Soli, the homer, Fortes, you know, th those blows just kind of keep extending the lead and, and getting making it more comfortable for everyone. Jazz, uh, the grand slam on the 3-0 pitch is, the, the you know, certain instances you let guys swing or, you know, sometimes that could be a... It's pretty much always. Uh, honestly, it's always on their own unless I don't want them swinging. So then it's more of a takeoff um, there. It's easy to say... You know, don't do it, but then you, you know, on the other side of that coin, it's like we break this game wide open, and that's really what happened there. Uh, a lot of Some guys don't swing there. They don't like to swing there. But obviously that was one he must have felt good about. The stuff you mentioned with uh, Cabrera, just the aggressiveness and whatnot, is that stuff that, you know, you didn't necessarily see as much last year? You're seeing that progression from him or a different mindset? Well, again, it's a guy that was here. You know, had had limited success, but also gets to walk away at the end of the year. And the next time he comes up, he knows what it what it takes. And again, his stuff is good enough. Last year, just way too much out of the zone, uh, deep counts, th things like that, right? And it ends up being, you know, 70, 80 pitches in four innings, and it's it just like that doesn't work. He's got too good of stuff for that. So I think to get his stuff in the zone, trust it, uh, be aggressive with it. And, and 
again, really just trust his stuff. Put him, you're getting good counts with that changeup and, and the fastball. He's got a curveball and a slider. I mean, he's got weapons. And it's not like he's a you know one-trick pony. Uh, this guy's got all kinds of weapons. So if he's ahead in the count, it just puts you in a tough spot as a hitter. What can you say about Edward and also the work with uh, Fortes? I know they had a couple starts in Triple A and now. Two for two. Yeah, it seems like that is like the most comfortable Nick looks back there. And it caught him. I thought he was really, you know, like he has, it's like he has a different feel for him than he does with our other guys. And hopefully we build that with the other guys. He's down there catching pins and things like that all the time. So he starts to understand their stuff. But he knows how, you know, when you have that experience with a guy, I think you know how his stuff plays, what he likes to do, when he's good, what's he doing. And, and able to take advantage of that. So that has been a good combination. No, he talked about uh, Nick's at-bats. You put him in the ninth spot today. Two different occasions, he kept the inning alive with two outs, and he let Jazz then do his thing. Can you talk about his at-bats today? No, re- really good. Obviously, the first one, uh, he walks Miggy. I thought Miggy had a great at-bat there. He'd kind of been pumping fastballs early, and then he tried to go to the breaking ball with the guys on base. Uh, second and third there. Miggy lays off of everything, and, and Nick, it was almost like, okay, if he's going to try to throw a fastball strike here, he was going to jump him, and he did. And uh, I thought that was that was the right thing. And then the next time, first pitch, breaking ball, right? Kind of almost playing the game, like, okay, I hit a fastball first pitch. You may look for something different, right? And it looked like he did that a little bit. I'm not sure he did, but it's what it looks like to me. Um, and just being aggressive in that spot. And then a couple that actually even – Big walks later. I shouldn't say big because the scores are different, but good walks on tough pitches. That was Donnie after the Marlins win over the Nationals 12-2 last night. Miami now 23-30. The Nationals are 21-36. Game two of this series comes your way at 6.40 tonight when Sandy Alcantara goes opposite of the young, promising right-hander Josiah Gray of the Washington Nationals. 6.40 start on the air at 6.10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.